Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, the four corners go to the White House. Number two, the clash over DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas testifying. And number three, the Senate GOP have issues with the tax deal. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The top of Punchbowl News AM. We are all over this Four Corners meeting at the White House and basically just how different of a page uh, President Joe Biden is, not only with Speaker Mike Johnson and Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, but how even those two are on different pages. Yes, um, we scooped this news yesterday that the the um, House and Senate leadership are heading to the White House today uh, at three uh, something p.m. I think it's three fifteen p.m. Um, yep, three fifteen p.m. for a meeting that Joe Biden has called on the National Security Supplemental. Now let's um, run through the background if you don't know it already, um, which I assume you do. The Republicans have been holding up the National Security Supplemental, which provides aid to Ukraine, Taiwan, and Israel over a um, a desire to get border funding. Now, there's two dynamics going on. Mitch McConnell wants this uh, a border deal to work out between James Lankford, Chris Murphy, and Kirsten Sinema. Now, he he implored Republicans to take this deal. Um in a meeting last week. Mike Johnson wants nothing to do with this deal and has basically publicly and privately said he has no interest in it and um, even has said, to be honest with you, that the White House should talk to him about a deal instead of the Senate. Now, there's, in in Johnson's view, and, and the newsletter, I think, reflects this, um, this morning, he feels like this deal is not something that House Republicans could accept. And the House Republicans are closer to the median um, uh, Republican voter than um, than the Senate is. Now, the Senate Republican leadership is hitting back on Johnson in a big way, suggesting that he's wrong on this. And this is the one opportunity they could have to fix the border and they're throwing it away. So uh, a very deep split, deep uh, uh, chasm here between McConnell and Johnson, really uh, Johnson and the Senate Republican leadership over the border. And it imperils what what most people think is a massive priority, which is getting Ukraine money. Most of Congress thinks that now fewer than before, but most of Congress thinks that. It is a big priority, and this is going to be a, I would say, a very important meeting that will probably create no progress. Uh, The president is not going to be able to convince Mike Johnson of anything that he doesn't already believe. (laughs) Yeah, but I think it's your point. Like, it's an important meeting, right? Biden has to get in the game here. This is one of his biggest priorities this year. Uh, finding a way to get Ukraine funding, finding a way to get Israel, one of our country's uh, top allies, uh, in the middle of a, a long war at this point and with no end in sight, uh, you know, uh, against Hamas. And you're right. I think we lay out really clearly how not, not only how House Republicans and Senate Republicans are in different places, but now you have, I think, a new dynamic. And we've talked about it a couple times here, but where you have Senate Republicans basically trying to push back against House Republicans to take a deal, to work with them. 
That is very different uh, in a Speaker Mike Johnson scenario than it was even with a Kevin McCarthy, uh, you know, speakership. And so once again, I think you frustration among Senate Republicans to say this is the time to take this kind of a deal. Uh, it doesn't mean that Johnson's going to do it. It doesn't mean that Johnson could do it in if, even if he wanted to, given the perilous majority that he holds. The numbers are just probably not there for him in terms of getting House Republicans on board in a big way for any you know larger immigration border package, unless it was one of the more hardline packages. But uh, going to be interesting to see how each each of the four corners comes into this meeting and what is the posture after? Because that is important, right? I mean, some of these iconic moments when you had Pelosi and McCarthy come to the White House came, you know, either afterwards or, or you know, on the way out of, of those meetings, whether or not they actually resulted in big policy agreements. I'll say one other thing, Anna. Um, just on the narrow majority thing, someone brought this to my attention yesterday. As of the 21st, when Bill Johnson leaves Congress, um, which he's going to do on the 21st, Mike Johnson will have the smallest majority in American history. and congressional history. I think there was one in 1917, I was told, that was as close or close to as close. I don't know. Um, But that was a Congress with 430, with less than 435. Um, So, uh, (laughs) so, you know, I remember, I'm old enough to remember like six months ago when we thought like a four-seat majority Mm -hmm. was a lot, was a small majority. So, this is even smaller and, and more perilous. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the morning. We've got some news that House Republicans are clashing with the Department of Homeland Security over whether Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas will testify during the House GOP effort to impeach him. Homeland Security Committee Chair Mark Green, the Republican from Tennessee, sent a letter to Mayorkas this morning requesting written testimony for the panel's impeachment inquiry, which is expected to wrap up this month. Uh, some back and forth between uh, the the committee and staffers at DHS saying they haven't quite made the effort to actually make it uh, a moment where Mayorkas could be available to testify. So interesting as this process proceeds. Yeah, this is a um, a process fight. And when there's a process fight, it's um, how do I put this charitably? Um, you know, uh, it says a lot about how both sides feel about what's actually going on. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't uh, pass judgment on people's incentives here for, in this great, great item by Mika Soliner. Um, but uh, DHS effectively says that that Mayorkas, Alejandro, Alejandro Mayorkas, the um, uh, Homeland Security Secretary, is not being permitted to testify. Not being permitted to testify. The committee is basically saying that he needs to provide answers in writing now, uh, and they can't find a mutually agreeable time. Now, um, if they're going to impeach Mayorkas, I imagine the leadership is going to say, you need to let this guy testify. (laughs) If you're going to impeach him, he should be testifying. Now, um, it is a, it's a process fight. I think they eventually do obviously um, impeach Mayorkas. I think, uh, it is it is even possible there could be some Democratic support. We have no idea, but it could on the floor. We'll see. But um, it is a um, it's a near certainty that he's going to be impeached. And uh, uh, I would say this is the 
there have been some in the House Republican leadership who would rather have Mayorkas impeached than Joe Biden. Let's put it that way. All right. We'll have to see where that battle goes. Let's move on to the number three story of the morning. A terrific item from The Vault, our financial services coverage, looking at how the top Republican on the Senate Finance Committee, Mike Grapo, the Republican from Idaho, looking for changes to a bipartisan tax deal uh, before he throws his support behind the measure. This is a big hiccup for that deal that Laura Weiss has been all over. Of course, between Ron Wyden and Jason Smith, they they announced that agreement uh, earlier Tuesday. But this is going to be another issue, right, where you have Republicans in the Senate trying to put their stamp or imprint on a deal that has uh, been crafted over weeks, over months, uh, trying to find a pathway forward here. The challenge here, I have a few thoughts on this. The challenge here is that um, they're trying to get this done before tax season. And that a lot of people are saying is an artificial deadline. And I I, I hear both sides of that. Um, but the question is, how many Republicans vote for this if Crapo's against it? And I think that's a big open question. And um, the uh, 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 the pressure the House, would be very strong, though, Jake, in terms of this R&D tax credit and a lot of the business groups that traditionally would be allies for Republicans, don't you think? For sure. And for sure. And and listen, an opportunity like this doesn't come along too often. Um, it, it's very rare to have. And this isn't like this isn't like a rewrite of the tax code. Right. We're talking about it's a big it's a big bill. I'm not. But this is a it is not usual to come up with a bipartisan tax bill like this uh, that doesn't have to go on reconciliation, et cetera. This is a big moment now. Um Chuck Schumer's for it. Mike Johnson uh, is meeting with Jason Smith. They were supposed to meet yesterday. We scooped that. But I imagine, I think it got canceled because of the weather. So we don't know if Mike Johnson's for it. Um, uh, Chuck Schumer said he's for it. And Mitch McConnell's going to probably follow Crapo's lead. But listen, basically Crapo's saying let's have a markup in the Senate as well. The House is going to mark it up this Friday, which we scooped yesterday in the PM edition. So, I mean, um, I hear both sides of this. I want to bring up one other thing that is just off uh, embargo now. The Biden administration has a new proposal aimed at changing how banks make money by restricting their use of overdraft fees. This is going to be a this is a big deal. A lot of the big banks, Anna, have already gotten rid of overdraft fees, but some of the small and regional banks, but which, by the way, are under a ton of pressure as it is is um uh are are going to have some problems with this it's a very big moment and uh, uh more news that that uh, brendan and laura are writing about in the vault all right with that thanks so much for listening we appreciate it if you like the daily punch please share it with your friends your family uh we want more people to find out about us you can also read more go deeper on all of these things we talked about this morning and more by signing up for our free morning newsletter. All it takes is an email. Go to punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe, everybody. 